Welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. And that deafening silence where Cassandra would normally come cascading in is going to be filled today by a very special ghost, a very special guest. Some might call him a trash daddy. And that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's my partner in crime. Welcome, Winston Carter. Hey, what's up? I'm a trash daddy. Hey, how's it going, trash daddy? What if that's my trash daddy voice? Hi, nice to be here. I'm, I'm so excited to finally be on the show. <laughs> I don't like your trash daddy voice, but... Hey, what's up? What are you throwing away? What are you Ooh. throwing away? Um, okay, now I'm liking it better. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Okay, if it's got to roll and gross, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to talk about trash. Well, Trash or Winston, what do you know about trash? I know uh, I've been to a couple dumps in my day. And uh, no, but I, I certainly enjoy, uh, you know, watching Schadenfreude as much as the next person, seeing some seeing some trashiness happen adjacent to me. I love okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to, um, you know, we saw no the expert. Episode. No, you're no expert. That's true. So we normally start off episodes where we explain, mm-hmm. you know, how, you know, Cassandra and I give our crash, our Trash credentials, if you will, essentially mm-hmm. saying why we're trash. So I'm going to ask that you do the same shortly. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to start it All off right. though and tell a story of it. of past, you know, trash of the past. Okay, trash. Great. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to give you two options, actually. So okay. Yeah, two two options. So. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to either tell a story with you Mm -hmm. or about us, if you will, a little bit. um, Okay. Where we were instigating someone to drink too much at a bar as a twosome. Like we we definitely have some peer pressure to us. (laughs) A great story. Okay. All right. (laughs) Is that not true? Um, I don't know, man. People make well, I gotta decisions. tell the story. That's fair. That's All right, fair. tell the story. Tell the story. I right, do that one. Where that's what we're doing. We dynamics together, as I might say. But I would say um, one of the things that we definitely do is when we go out, people really remember that we were there. Is that true? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's one way to put it. The same way you'd remember if like a Godzilla was at a party, you'd be like, "Man, Godzilla was really out last night." Am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 He uh, destroyed the city. We're all aware Godzilla was at the party. Yeah. All right. So for our friend's birthday party, we, we went to a dive bar, a dive of a dive, maybe sees six, seven people a night, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's on a Saturday, a big night for them. So our friend scheduled his birthday party at this place. And let's say there were (laughs) 40 people that showed up. The bartender started taking shots early in the day. And by the time we got there was wasted, struggling, and having just a hell of a day. This is supposed to be a cash-only bar, but she said we can actually take credit cards tonight. So most people were putting things on their tab. <laughs> and so uh, she got overwhelmed at one point. And an, an employee, like a non-employee, like a regular at the bar, just at one point had to come back and just start the handling things, <laughs> yeah. making drinks for her, opening beers. She, if you if you ask for you know a shot, she would put it in like a tumbler, and it was halfway to the top. It was it was a yeah. crazy night. So there's an outside of this particular bar. 
and they had old tequila bottles as flower plots. So, you know, put some succulents, a flower in it. The rain would collect in these old tequila bottles, but it was, you know, a flower pot, essentially. Well, that's just kind of you know, context of what's happening that night. So, you know, shots the size of tumblers, drunk bartender, absolute chaos. The local, you know, the, the regulars hate us. And we had a friend that was like, oh, holding it up, holding up one of these flower pots of an old tequila bottle. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, it looks like mezcal instead of tequila. Maybe like, you know, a browner tint to it. Because again, it was dirty mm -hmm. rainwater. Mm -hmm. And I said, man, you should, you should definitely chug that. And then I started chanting, chug it. Mm -hmm. And everyone started chanting, chug it. And that friend did chug the dirty rainwater from the tequila yeah. bottle holding flowers and dirt mm -hmm. yeah and then another person was just walking by and that person just spit it in his face yeah it was there's there's some timing there that was like really perfect i do remember this it was a beautiful it's not that bad that's really not i don't think that's that trashy on us truthfully but i it was you it don't was think the, peer the whole night was us, trashy the whole night was trashy but I would argue no one drinks dirty, like bar, like, like, you know, the type of plant that's like mostly like it's, it's, it's like, instead of chlorophyll, it works off of like old cigarette butts, like that type of plant water. No one drinks that. Like, like we did not peer pressure. You can't peer pressure someone into that, that they have to walk down that road on their own. It's my personal take. We also chanted for someone to get up on top of a dumpster and give a speech. Oh, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. Did, I remember them getting yelled at. So, like, someone, someone, like a real, like a normal adult came back and was like, get off the dumpster. And, like, <laughs> and like the look of shame. I was like, yeah, they shouldn't be up there. That This was, this is crazy. We're getting out of hand. Um, yeah. But yeah. At one point, the card machine was broken, uh, would not mm. take everyone. And she wouldn't let anyone leave the bar until we could pay in cash, which no one had. So then I had to leave like human collateral, as I called it, like yeah. hostages. So I could go like to a an person ATM. there so you could go get money. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was quite a time. But I, I do remember you definitely co-signing the chugging. Oh, oh, I was. Oh, I was. Def I, I, I listen. There's a video of this and I'm certainly like, do not do this. I say out loud, do not do this. <laughs> Wanting him to do it but also vocally saying, don't do that. But yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. All right. So that's why yeah, I'm you're trash. You're totally trash. Yeah. <laughs> why are you trash, Winston? What's your trash? I'm trash. My trash is also drinking related. It's more recent. It's a little, it's a little more con condensed of a tale. It is, um, I was out on St. Patrick's day, like you do, uh, at a, at a bar where a friend bartends, a friend of ours bartends and me and another friend who I don't think these two know each other, but a, a close friend of mine, they're both close friends of mine. Uh, we go up to the bar and I, I tell my friend, I'm like, hey, man, I want to get drunk tonight. And he's like, all right. And he goes off and he starts making drinks and he makes two drinks. He makes two of these like green. I think they're called Tokyo teas. They're like Long Island iced teas, I think, with like one different thing that makes them green, which makes sense because it was St. Patrick's Day. And he gives them to us and I take them and then a beer for our other friend who's back at the table and I get back to the table and I just drink both these because I just assume like, oh, he made me two drinks. He said, I, I heard I want to get drunk. So two drinks it is. 30 minutes later, when my friend finally gets off the clock and comes, he's like, did you drink both of those drinks? And I was like, he's like, I made one for Tex, or your friend, and one for you, like a rational person. I didn't make you two drinks. 
out of the blue to walk off with. Out of the uh, green, really. Out and, of the green. And, yeah, yeah, out of the green. And honestly, up until that moment, it sounded completely plausible that he would have just given me two drinks. Like, that's the level of partying and trashiness my friends expect of me and that I expect of myself is that, oh, they gave me, oh, someone just handed me a full thing. I guess I'm supposed to drink this all now and move about my night. God forbid somebody hand you a pitcher like to take to the table. Oh, someone hands me a pitcher. They're like, go take to the table. And I'm like, it's down. I've downed it before I've left the bar. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, I turned around, I'm like, hey man, now what can I take back for the rest of them? Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's, that's pretty trashy. Now I. Is that uh, pretty we, trashy? Okay. That's all pretty right. trashy, Winston. Yeah. You should share with your friend. You should know that wasn't for you. That's. Yeah, I should. I mean, it made sense. But like my friend, which also my friend, like was like, oh, these are both free. Like he also assumed they are both for me because <laughs> that's just the monster I am. Yeah. Which really says a lot about how my friends see me. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we we recently vacationed together. And one of those spots that we were inside yeah. was the Vatican. Mm-hmm. Would you say I was well behaved in the Vatican or was I trashy? Uh, you were trashy. Okay, did you, expand. Did you expect a different answer? Did you expect a different answer? You broke the rules. What rule? You, ran around, you, you broke the like the biggest rule of going visiting the Vatican is don't take a picture inside of the Sistine Chapel. A rule that not only were you as we got there bragging about having already broken the last time you were there, but then broke again in front of like the young minds of my nephews and niece. All right. All right. Well, somebody say I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Trashy. Okay. A bad boy would have like, like walked up to a statue and broken a finger off of it or something. Oh, that, maybe next time I go to the Vatican, I'll do that. But you know what I won't yeah. be doing inside of the Vatican? Uh, what? What? Let's get into our stories for this week Let's from vice.com. And now this story is a little over five years old, just so everyone knows, you know, we're, we're a responsible journalist, but the police had to break up a drug-fueled Vatican priest orgy and the Pope did not take the news very well. Um, Wild. <laughs> uh, the Pope was reportedly fuming after the cops allegedly busted up the Vatican-based drug-fueled gay sex orgy in the apartment of a high-ranking priest. It was first reported in Il Fatto Quadantino. The police had raided the apartment after neighbors complained of odd behavior and the comings and goings of people into the apartment. All right. Now, you're the Italian police, right? Mm -hmm. And you get a call to go into Vatican City or, or near the Vatican, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm getting a character. Oh, I'm a don't a donut. Oh, Zeppoli. Oh, okay. All right, good. I'm an Italian cop now. All right, go okay. ahead. Okay. <laughs> what you know? What do you think you're going to break up? Like, what is the odds are? Like, what would you probably uh, going to break up if you heard like noise? Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be some uh, demons in here. There better mm-hmm. be some uh, demons. Allora, a demon. <laughs> uh, gonna break up uh, a ghost. A uh, the Papa ghost. A Papa ghost. <laughs> I think, think that's what you're thinking. Yeah. A papa yeah. ghost, a dima, oh, allora, oh, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of money laundering, ooh. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh, oh, no. A gay orgy? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, uh, many of the officials, one of them in particular, had to be taken to the hospital 
for to detox from the drugs that he had consumed. What do we think they were doing? What do we think they were doing? Do you think it was blow? You think these dudes, these like they were like crushing, or do you think it was like poppers? Was this poppers? Would you, you don't have, have to, to detox, detox from poppers. No, you don't have to detox from poppers. I think. But what it if was... you took like a Vatican's amount of poppers? What is we, a Vatican's no, like, amount? I don't know. We've, we've been there. It's pretty, pretty. Everything's huge. So I assume a Vatican popper is like a two liter bottle. You know, it's like a giant popper. I, I would say ketamine or blow. That's what I would you assume. You think it was ketamine? I think it was blow. Maybe ecstasy. Were they? Oh, that. See that? Oh, ecstasy. Oh, like, is that? I just think it's fun. The idea of a bunch of like old priests doing ecstasy and like walking around the Vatican. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that you showed your age a little bit. Winston. It's called Molly now. No, it's not. Oh, my Erica. The youth do Molly. No one does ecstasy anymore. Yeah, because what ecstasy is speed and Molly. Molly is just the is just the half of the drug. Well, Erica, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I had to embarrass you on your podcast. I know the difference between Molly and ecstasy. Do you? Yes. I'm just saying. Okay. I bet these priests were probably just doing Molly. You think they were just doing, yeah. You think these priests are like, oh, no, I'm not going to do any more Italian. I think Italian accent's okay to do. I'm going to feel okay about it. Um, You feel good about that? I do think it's like, I think in general, I would, I would imagine that everyone, everyone involved was like, this was all adults. Oh, we're very relieved. Oh, we're very excited. I think they were all just like, thank God. Oh, thank, thank, thank. uh, Adios mio. It's just, just a bunch of adults. Yeah. Given yeah. the Vatican's extensive history. Yeah, that's fair. Um, this is not the first time one has uh, been broken up. In mm-hmm. 2015, a 50 year old priest in southern Italy was suspended for the gay orgies. And earlier, when the article was published, so 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. a priest from Naples had been suspended for similar allegations. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say I think they should have like a priest sabbatical. They should get like a year out of, they should get to go like to Fire Island or whatever for like a year. Rumspringa for priests? Yeah, yeah, like a a, a priest rumspringa. They can go to Ibiza or wherever they want to go. They could fucking go to Tokyo. I don't give a shit. But like, they should just get to go have like wild consensual uh, sex as much as they want for a year, once a decade. And if, but they get to choose when. So if they decide that they want to take two years back to back on either end of the, but then they have to wait another full nine years. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, yeah. and are these church funded? Cause that's their job. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, it's, it'll be like what? Like, like significantly better than most of the, they could sell like one painting and fund that program for life. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Winston, we often sometimes, you know, we've, we've been to the Vatican together. We can check that off, but we, we've mm-hmm. also been in nature together. We've hiked. We've yes. camped. Yes. Yes. And now I have a question for you, and this is heart attack okay. serious. Mm-hmm. If we were together and we were to come across a bear in mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. how w- what would you do? How would you react? How would I react? Yeah. What would I you think do? I, would, I think I would like, I would get big and I would, I think I would like to believe that I would be brave in that situation. Mm-hmm. That's the honest answer. Mm-hmm. I would genuinely believe that I would get big and like start yelling at it and clanking pots and pans together or whatever. 
Oh, yeah, because we carry pots and pans like old prospectors yes. around. We do. I've always had like a cast iron pan. I'm always making some giant steak or something. <laughs> That's fair. Now, if that bear were to, let's say, charge, if the bear starts mm-hmm. running, what happens then, Winston? I think I fight it. You would fight honest, a bear. I think I fight. I think I go. Because here's my thought. Here's my, okay, genuinely, I know where you're trying to go with this, but I'm not going to give it to you. Uh, I genuinely believe that if I if a bear charges me, I'm probably going to die. Fair. I would rather the story be Winston, that bear came running and you know what he did? He ran back. I would much rather be like, well, if this is how I'm going to die, let's make it be awesome that like I like died trying to vanquish a bear instead of like, oh, I died like bumbling over my own knees, uh, <laughs> you know, butt up and the the bear like 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 just ate me butt first or something. You know, I would much rather die trying to kill it. OK, that's what I fair. wouldn't do is yeah. push you over in hopes that it would take you instead of me. I would not do that. OK, OK. Well, the National Park I feel Service- like you would do that to me. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm very clumsy. So who knows? You know, sometimes I yeah, fall. Yeah, you, yeah, arguably, arguably I, I, the flip side of that is if I just took off, you would, you would serve yourself up as an appetizer to this bear <laughs> already. Because I tripped trying to run. Well, yeah, yeah. The National Park like, Service. Like, oh, my oh, phone's God. in my hand. Oh no. <laughs> like trying to hold something else. I would not try to take a selfie with the bear. You 100% would. Well, the National Park Service has had to issue mm-hmm. what to do. If you haven't noticed, there's been an uptick in funny and humorous National Parks, Department of Wildlife, uh, you know, their social media presences have gotten pretty funny mm-hmm. recently. And it's great. And uh, Oklahoma's Department of Wildlife is actually very funny. Maybe the only funny thing out of Oklahoma, uh, besides Winston and I, of course, we we we're, yes. you know, we're out of Oklahoma. But no, their uh, their social media is really funny. But the National Park Service has had to issue a couple of humorous warnings, according to their official mm. Twitter page. They say, "Listen, if you ever come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel that friendship has run its course." Mm, which is a good bit. That's a solid. That's a solid bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, listen, we know the friendship's over, but come on. Mm. Uh, you know, it's like, listen, we know it's exciting to see a bear, but they are wild and they are dangerous. But they did issue some mm. other safety, you know, some safety tips for if you do see the bear. So mm. bear attacks are rare, but they may result in you know injury, death. They said that um, there isn't a specific strategy that works in these situations to guarantee safety. So there's a lot of variables, brown bear, black bear, polar bear. Obviously, there's a lot, you know, a lot to deal with. But but they said that your safety can depend on your ability to calm the bear. So when you're checking into a national park, go to the visitor center and get some bear safety information. You know, meditate with the bear, show it your crystals, um, really try to talk about, you know, your your food people always Mm -hmm. love to talk about you know well i'm actually dry cycling right now and the bear will be like exhale and then start talking about the thing it hurt on goop right i think that's what it means Mm -hmm. just like keep it calm Mm -hmm. exactly exactly no it says um have you seen a bear lot have you ever seen a bear in person at a zoo like not at a zoo not at a zoo um no i don't think i've ever seen bear live live bears no 
I do remember we were camping once up in like uh, north of not camping. We were at like a cabin north of L.A. And I think we were on a hike and there was like a bear further down the path because people came back and were like, there's a bear over there. That's you remember right. that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I went looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, uh, you are a, a set, you know, when um, you know how you can take like a chicken wing and yeah. if you cut the bottoms of it, you can push the top up and it's like a little like a chicken wing, like lollipop. <laughs> That's what you look like to a bear. And they're like, there we go. And you're like, oh. So that, yeah, I firmly believe you are the chicken wing lollipop of bear foods. I think that's a compliment and I'm going to say thank you. Oh yeah. Oh, my girl got that chicken wing lollipop body, baby. <laughs> that's the new workout. Is that... We yeah. should honestly, if yeah. we opened a studio yeah. called lollipop, I think we could yeah. get people to do that. Yeah. 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 Do the lollipop body 90 days to a lollipop body. <laughs> But at the end, there is an actual bear. Like that's what you you yeah, sign yeah. a waiver at the beginning yeah. that you go. I into think a- that should be yeah. That should be like the 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 fight like a year into CrossFit, you have to fight a bear. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you then you one get year to, to keep- get yoked enough to fight this bear. And if you can't get if you can't fight the bear after one year, you can't talk about mm-hmm. CrossFit anymore. Yeah, you're done. You quit. You have to have a slouchy body. You don't get to look like a person wearing armor anymore. <laughs> Winston thinks CrossFit yep. is the highest form of exercise. It's all it's, he talks it's about. not the highest form. It does. It does make you look the most yoked though. Like it is like a, it makes, it turns people into the way like we think like warriors look. It's not actually how warriors look and it's so bad for your body, but it, it does create the body that like, cause your traps are huge and your pecs are huge. It's all you're like, it, but it's like a weird type of thing. The glamour yeah. muscles. Yeah. All right. I, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, where we do see all types of bodies and where we've been quite frequently is Disneyland. Yeah. Now, Winston, do you consider yourself? Did you do a body positivity uh, segue into Disneyland? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I respect it. I respect it. I respect yeah. that. There, There's some lollipop bodies at Disneyland. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't say it like that. That sounds creepy. Uh. That sounds so creepy. Do not. Ugh. Adults. Right, <laughs> Adult yeah, okay. Lollipops. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're ahead. getting further away from this from this from this Vatican thing. So yeah. <laughs> no, Winston, um, are you a Disney adult? Serious I, answer. Serious answer. I mean, I would say no, honestly. Okay. I don't think I am. I have a pass and I enjoy Disney, but I am not I don't I don't have like a bunch of Disney apparel. Mm-hmm. And I don't like I I the things I like about Disney are things that I liked pre them being part of Disney, if that makes sense. But I do enjoy the park thoroughly. And I do have a pass right now because it's cheaper to get a pass than to like if you're gonna go once, you might as well get the pass. Okay. Okay. Now, if you were to, I don't know, I guess say join a gang, would you join a Disneyland mm-hmm. gang? Uh I would rather join the Crips before I joined a Disneyland gang. <laughs> you heard it here first. Folks. Yeah. Yeah, I will. You will see me with an MS-13 face tattoo before I rock one of these like denim jackets just to, to Tomorrowland. So if you're not familiar, according to an article from Vice.com and lots of reporting uh, from the LA Weekly, uh, Los Angeles Times, all sorts of things, there are a lot of gangs, aka social clubs at Disneyland. 
So mm-hmm. Winston was describing, you know, denim vests. They they do wear insignia, just like any other gang may. They have but like they have, tattoos and stuff. They have tattoos. They have names like Main Street Elite, Disney's Villains, Disney's Resort <sighs> Imbeciles, Turbo Jungeoned Disneyland. And that's Mickey- the only one I like. That's the only one I like. <laughs> Mickey's Pink Ladies. Um, you know, it's it's I mean, they're not a threat unless you're trying to get, you know, on a roller coaster, I guess. And there's 40 of them standing in line. Uh, <laughs> but this reporter was like, listen, I'm I'm standing in front of Space Mountain and I'm worried I won't be able to find the Neverlanders Social Club, another Disney gang. It's like, how will I know who they are? Right. I'm afraid I'll miss them mm-hmm. in all this hubbub. But then he spots about 30 people moving towards him in a pack, cutting a path through the Mm. crowd. They're wearing handmade ear mouse ears and they're covered in tattoos, (laughs) kind of like out of the warriors or something. And, uh, you know, they're meeting with the the leaders. Uh, (laughs) This is insane. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So basically some people take photos with them as if they're celebrities and they're even Disney, even Disney calls their employees cast members and Disney even deploys plain clothed cast members to keep an eye on the Disney gang activity. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I want to see. So true detective season one is one of my favorite series of television, right? And one of the episodes mm. is a one shot. It's a completely done in one take appearing shot mm. of Matthew McConaughey's character and Woody Harrelson's character going with a gang to infiltrate another gang. And again, it's it's beautifully shot. It's like, I think episode seven, it's one of the best ones. But I would like to see a one shot of a plain clothes detective infiltrating a Disney yeah. gang. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's very funny. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. I like I, that. I, oh. Yeah. I want like, what I, what what beat do you want? You're going to go take them out. You're going to take out these these Mickey's pink ladies. <laughs> I, I would wanna... prefer if these stupid gangs were actually doing illegal stuff. It's the fact that they're like they're like no, we just th- those other guys who dress like us and they smoke weed in lines, they're really ruining our reputation and I'm like, "Buddy, you are in a gang that focused at uh, Disneyland. No <laughs> one is ruining your reputation but you. Like, you are fully responsible. <sighs> what are their regular jobs? I'd love to know. You know? Well, like- the one guy says he's a, it says he's a Toys R Us manager, which makes me think there's something deeper going on. Uh, yeah. But I do think it's like... Uh, I respect it. I think like I truly was trying to, I was explaining to someone recently that going to the Disney parks as a single adult with no kids is like a com- what I imagine is a completely fundamentally different experience. And we've gone with like uh, children before, like uh, mm-hmm. nieces and nephews and stuff. And it's just a fundamentally different thing. And it is fun. Yeah. But the idea of building my, uh, any part of my identity around it sounds questionable at best for me personally. <laughs> And keep in mind, I know plenty of great Disney adults who I love and cherish, and I think they're great, and I personally enjoy it. But if you're making a little mini gang, and that's what are we doing? But also, there are way worse ways for people to find their 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 like to fill their days. 
So I guess we shouldn't judge, but also this is trashy as hell. That's fair. Yeah. I guess some people do fill their days cockfighting. And now, you know, again, cockfighting, common hobby that used to be in Oklahoma. It's illegal now, I believe. Mm -hmm. But have you ever been to a cockfight? No, no, no. That feels like a wildly loaded question. And no, I have not. Okay. Well, I'm just asking. Have you? Um, Have you been to a cockfight? No, I've been to a cockfighting ring when they were not fighting. And we know people used to run a cockfighting, you know, uh, I don't know, din? Like, what do you call it? Like, we're we're a place where cockfights were happening. Yeah. 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 A den. A den. A den. (laughs) It feels like a den-like activity. Mm. Well, I would like to talk about, you know, our home state Mm. from the Oklahoman.com. There's a county mm-hmm. clerk, and she's drawing donations from a cockfighting group. So unsurprising. It, but Sadly. you know the motives. The motives might be a little follow the money. I always say. Mm-hmm. So, um, Marissa Treats' campaign for Oklahoma County Clerk has drawn donations from a pro cockfighting group. It's two wealthy brothers who live a hundred miles away, and several political mm-hmm. action committees that typically focus on state level issues. That's weird because the county clerk and the uh, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma, you know, a county clerk candidate is a non-policy that just oversees the county's records. So no political affiliation type thing. It, it literally, you don't get to make decisions. You just make sure that the files are treated correctly, I would assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But something right. might be a little, again, we're following the money. Her husband is Senator Greg Treat, the leader of the Oklahoma State Senate. Wild. I'm letting you draw conclusions. Mm-hmm. So, and yes. He was elected by roosters, right? Is that the, that's what I'm supposed to do? I, that, exactly. Follow the that's money. The, okay, yes. Follow the feathers. <laughs> 16 individuals and political action committees have given more than $1,000 to them, Marissa mm-hmm. and Greg, both, you know, focusing on state level policy issues. It's like none of these donations violate state law, but mm-hmm. an interesting way to funnel money into maybe a non policy elected official mm-hmm. into a very policy heavy policy official yeah. by wow. donating to mm-hmm. her campaign instead yep. of yeah. his, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Cockfighting for the goose, cockfighting for the gander, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty wild. Although I feel like I feel like it would be more work to like not like it would be harder to sort out. Like if you were like, okay, who who's who is who is like pro cockfighting and is donated to this 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 Senate candidate or the state senator, you're like easier finding out who's not into like, like the mass majority of them, if that makes sense, are going to be into it. Fair, fair. Well, um, the election is April 4th. She's facing mm-hmm. the Democrat Derek Scobie. And this action, this political action committee is called the Oklahoma Game Foul Commission. And mm-hmm. it's really for loosening the laws around the illegal sport of cockfighting. And it's donated $70,000 in political donations in the last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I do remember when cockfighting became illegal in Oklahoma and listening to people argue, like, why it should be about. Mm-hmm. People just being like, well, uh, we should let animals put razor blades on their claws and fight to the death. 
as if it's a freedom issue. If the animals were doing it themselves, I'd be on board with it, you know? Oh, sure. Like a, a an animal thunderdome. Two, two cocks enter, one cock leaves. But it's not. Uh, mm-hmm. No, people exactly. literally put yeah, you get it. razor blades on their feet and they fight to the death. It's, yeah. You seem it's, to know a lot about this, Erica. Um, Suckly blue, my cover has been blown. I'm suddenly yeah. like a Are French you... bad guy. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's 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 tra- tracks. I'm yeah. just saying you're definitely a cockfighter. Well, I'm not a cockfighter. I will say that. I, I do love animals. I'm an animal lover selectively. Mm-hmm. I don't love them all. Some of them I'm just like, we're good without you. A mosquito, what job do you do in the world? I'm not a mosquito, you know. But mm-hmm. you know what I would want as a pet? And I'd like to take this time to platform you, Winston, and explain to the listeners oh, oh. why I can't have a pet pig. Your time starts now. Winston Carter, go. So here's the problem with pet pigs. This is a very simple thing. Uh, You seem to believe that if we get a pig, it will be this tiny little cute teacup pig, which it will be at the beginning. The problem is there are no miniature pigs. That's not a thing. Even like the smallest pigs get to like 100 pounds. So if you got this little cute little adorable piglet, it's going to become a giant, enormous, smelly thing that we will own that we don't even we don't even have a balcony right now so i don't think it's a good idea to keep a hundred pound animal without access to the outdoors in a very urban la apartment that's it i yield the rest of my time thank you so much i have so many rebuttals a pigs are not naturally smelly they bathe in mud to prevent themselves from being sunburned because their skin is much like ours and can be affected by the sun. So pigs are not naturally smelly. Their environments are smelly. You take a pig okay. out the mud, it doesn't smell anymore. Okay. Point one. Point two, we have a large surface area that it could enjoy and roam. You Are you willing to give one of the rooms of our apartment to a pig? Yes. Oh, yeah, that that's not a guest bedroom. That's the pig's room. Yes. Guest sleep on Erica. the couch. That's the pig's no. room. No. Okay. We no. could get a wagon to carry the pig around Wait and walk it you, like a so dog. Now... Oh my God. Okay. No. I'm just saying. So all your points so far, I'm just knocking them down one by one. Yes. Sometimes pigs do grow to over 300 pounds, blah, blah, blah. But a hundred pound pig, you're acting as if that's a thousand pounds. It's a hundred pounder. You could pick that up easy. First of all, thank you for thinking I'm so strong. I'm saying I could pick it up easy. Okay. All right. Okay. To be fair, sometimes I do struggle with our cat. Let's let the, just like, let's let the, let's, yeah, let's let the, uh, the listeners decide. Uh, Okay. uh, Comment, comment, comment whether or not you think Erica should get a pig with hashtag Erica, (laughs) Erica gets pig and let us know. Tweet at us. uh, uh, Hit up, hit us up on socials, on Instagram. (laughs) Let us know what you think. All right. Well, one thing I think we can agree on, I want a pig and Winston is the fuddy-duddy. That's one thing. The second thing we can agree on is that probably having a gator as a pet is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd be more inclined to have a gator than a pig. What the fuck? All right. All right. I can't believe this. All right. Well, a woman in Texas. I have rationale. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I want to hear this. Go ahead. What's your rationale? No. Okay. So, so in the end of days, let's say, let's say in the end of days, right? 
Thanksgiving. So what I have with the pig is essentially I got some I got some pork chops, but I love those pork chops. I've spent time with them. I have a gator. First of all, I'm not like emotionally attaching to this gator. So if I need food, it's there. Second of all, I also have an attack gator. I'm roaming the streets. Everyone's going crazy. Like everyone's looking for like the remaining can of like baby formula. And I roll in with a gator. Come on. Come on. You're you're going to eat baby baby. formula in the apocalypse. No, the baby baby formula is for the gator. (laughs) And for me, because I'm very hungover. It's my hungover baby formula in the (laughs) post-apocalypse. You're, you have such a leisure life in the apocalypse you can drink wow yeah oh yeah oh yeah we're making hooch because gator the <laughs> people don't know gator peak can become hooch so i'm drinking i'm drinking from the gator it's also my protection it's my food if worse comes to worse it's a perfect animal oh, oh and then when i kill it, it, it it's armor i have make armor out of its skin pretty great wow 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 well a texas game warden and the zoo staff captured and removed a seven-foot-long alligator from a Texas home. The woman had been raising it as a pet. Wild. So a woman in Buddha had um, essentially <laughs> stolen this animal and then rehomed it at her own home. And a game warden and two zoo staff had to capture the animal and rehome it at an animal world and snake farm zoo. And the game warden is telling people on Facebook that alligators don't make good pets. And it showed a video of the three struggling to place the gator in a trailer for transport. She had stolen it from a zoo over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Essentially, well, I will she's... Say... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, a friend of ours, who I'm not going to name here, did, I think, at one point own a crocodile. What? On their land, if I remember right. I think we it know was somebody a crocodile would... or a gator, but I think it was, I think it was a crocodile. I can't remember, but they own a lot of lizards, but they at one point, and then the crocodile, I remember it got loose and it was like living in their pond or something. It was a whole thing, but yeah. Crocodiles. So to me, this does not sound that crazy. I mean, you shouldn't have a seven foot alligator. That sounds dangerous, but like if like they don't allow it in Texas, but like they definitely allow it in Louisiana. Right. And that touches Texas. That's like right there. Do Texas and Louisiana touch? Yes. Aren't they separated by... Arkansas? If they're separated, they're separated by like Mississippi, <laughs> by like a tiny or Alabama, but I don't think they are. All right. All right. Good so enough. But Louisiana touches. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think you can have them as pets in, in Louisiana. I mean, they have to be. I mean, there are those like gator tours and stuff like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. Listeners write in. You don't um, know. Basically, she either stole it when it was an egg or a tiny hatchling and had been raising it for mm-hmm. 20 years. And the zoo that it was rehomed in is open for visitors, but it is unknown right now if the woman will be allowed to visit her former pet. Yeah. I hope she does. I hope she does. We see all those videos of like, oh, these people own tigers and they went back and then the tigers knew them. And yet uh, alligators somehow we're like so speciesist. We're so pro mammal that we can't like see that maybe this alligator has a bond to its, its owner. So who are we to judge? Well, well, you know, uh, speaking of bonds and who are we to judge, let's go and go down to Florida where there are gators as well. Mm-hmm. So from WFLA.com, a Florida woman calls for a sugar daddy appreciation day at a board meeting. Mm-hmm. So a woman took the podium at the Boca Raton planning and zoning board meeting on March 2nd with an unusual request. 
she asked the board to designate March 10th as Sugar Daddy and Mommy Appreciation Day. She identified herself as Ashley Cream. And she said, basically, <laughs> you know, you guys are talking about, you know, whether we should codify these flammable liquids and what city code is this. But no, no. An elderly man stood up from a wheelchair and walked beside her to the podium. And she said, dear board members, looking absolutely fabulous, a little serious before she says that she was a concerned citizen and a voter. And she said, mm -hmm. you guys may not be aware, but Florida has the highest per capita population of sugar daddies in the U.S. She pointed out that Miami, Palm Beach, and Boca Raton have the most concentrated population of these aged benefactors. She said sugar daddies, both gay and straight, and yes, even sugar mommies are responsible for college funds, cars, homes, rents, jet skis, Birkin bags, and the occasional body enhancement, she said, gesturing to her chest. Not me, though. I'm all natural. <laughs> and she suggested that these age benefactors support the local economy. And she wants to decree a day of appreciation for these people. They have given us so much, she said. Thank you. I love you all. Bye. And the board member seemed puzzled by the request and said, thank you. That's a city council issue. And the woman and the elderly man, presumably her sugar daddy, left mm -hmm. the room. Winston, thoughts? What's going on? I feel like you're silent on this sugar. On the I, sugar. Love, I mean, no, I'm, I just support this. What do I, what do I have no problem with this? I have no I'm problem with this either. I am too. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, even think this counts as trashy. I think this counts as woke. <laughs> Define woke. <laughs> uh, no, no, not fully. Done. I don't have to. I didn't write a book about it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you know, but I, I, I love companionship. I'm supportive. I mm -hmm. do love that Florida. I did not know they had the highest concentration. Good to know. They do have an That's, aging population. It's got to be Florida, Florida one, Nevada two, right? Is what it's got to be. Oh, sure. Sure. We'll have to do the stats. We'll have to go. Um, mm -hmm. We don't have aggregated data to combat this, but I love companionship in any way. And, and our next story is about companionship as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From cbsnews.com, a cemetery staff takes out a personal ad for a goose whose mate died to help find her new match. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to get this through this okay. one without crying. Yeah, yep, so, let's see. All right. A cemetery in Marshalltown, Iowa. Noticed that their goose, Blossom, was all out of sorts after the death of her mate, Bud. They had lived together in this Riverside Cemetery and, and the pond. He died in August 22, and Blossom's behavior changed. She would just spend time near the front office looking at a reflection in glass windows. Just, just learning, just looking, looking off into the distance. And she wanted company, they thought. So... What did they do? But they took what? to the personal ads and they said they were looking for, <laughs> they said, lonely, widowed, domestic goose, wanted a life partner for companionship and occasional shenanigans. She is youthful, adventurous, and lively. And so, you know, they actually took the time, posted this ad, and then somebody responded. They said, hey, loves a Colin. Knock, knock. I opened the door. Mm -hmm. Deb and Randy Hoyt, the owners of a widower goose named Frankie. So they said he was lonely. Aww. And they said, well, hell, that, that'd be great. Question, what were a married couple doing looking through the ads? 
You know what I mean? Who goes through the personal ads? They're keeping the spice alive. Oh, you think, okay. You think they were looking for a third in some way? Yeah. I think, I, no, I think they, I think they like to read them. Um, you know, and they mock like to, the they lonely. Like to, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not judging them. As long as they're not doing it to someone's faces, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> that's worse. All right. No, if so, they're like, if they're like, we're old and we just make fun of lonely people, <laughs> it's fine. I don't know, man. You lived long enough. You've earned it. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> You've earned being me. Yeah. Well, the, they, the Hoyts and the Tammons set up a Valentine's Day date for their birds, a blind date. And Blossom welcomed Frankie with open wings. Now the two are spending all their time together at the cemetery, even taking dips in the lake. Oh, that's sweet. Winston, if I died, what would you what would you take to another mate? Uh, no. Really? No, I would just I would be like a, I would be like the world's saddest whale, like, oh. like you know that whale that just swims around in the ocean, oh, just God. fucking just 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 existing. But uh, but but for me, it'd be like the world's drunkest man. <laughs> I'd just be like traveling around. Like you'd see me on like business class flights, just like hammered. And they'd be like, uh, that guy, man, he's, it's a sad tale. But then if you see me, I'm like, Ooh, another caviar course. Like I'm all. <laughs> and you've taken to exclusively wearing like a, like flower print and like Hawaiian print shirts. Correct? Oh yeah. 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 Only, only matching sets only. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's this, it's your, it's your eyes. That'll be sad. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my eyes will be the people. People will be like, "There's a lot of sadness behind those eyes," and I'm like, "That's why I wear sunglasses, my guy." <laughs> I feel like you are not taking the time to properly <laughs> grieve me. The grieve? You don't know how I grieve. That's like every once in a while, I'll just freak out. You don't know how I grieve. <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Another Bahama Mama." All right, all right, but you're not gonna like turn to. You're not gonna start like making like a lot of public complaints, are you? Uh, no. No, you no, keep those complaints no, inside. Complaints. It did make me. There was this the spe- the specific in this story that made me so sad. Okay, is they were like they were like she'd go up and just look at her reflection. Yeah, they, they were. She just look and she'd be like, "That's another goose." Because <gasps> in my mind, because that's what she was. She was looking at her reflection because she was like, "I'm looking for another goose." Okay, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. Damn it. Maybe that's why I always look at myself in the mirror, right? Yeah. I'm looking for you. Like I'm (laughs) yeah, you're looking for no Erica. You're if I passed away, you would be like reservation for one and say (laughs) it's with such joy. I would not. (laughs) So stoked. You know, you would not. You'd be great. I'd have like a year of like black clothing laid out though. It would be a very public Mm -hmm. morning. You know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Maybe I could get a reality show about me grieving for, you know, a year. Mm. And then that reality show spuns the dating show after, right? Mm. You following me? Uh, Yeah. No. I'm following you. Feels like you're not. I don't even know if you're following me on social media, but you do sometimes send me TikTok videos. And this article comes to us from thedaily.com. A customer calls Walmart to complain of a full parking lot, and the whole thing was recorded on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, there's a viral TikTok where a Walmart employee is responding to a call from a customer, and they complain that the parking lot is just too full, pointing out the limits, you know, or it's just too full. 
So people are like, okay. And, and people are giving praise to the retail worker. <laughs> he basically mm -hmm. said, listen, uh, what do you want me to do about this? <laughs> like, the, you know, the caller said, I don't have anywhere to park. And the Walmart worker responded, what do you want me to do? And then she just replies, the parking lot is full. <laughs> he says, again, what would you like me to do about mm -hmm. that? And, you know, she, the Walmart employee even says, do you expect me to go out and move cars, start moving cars themselves? The caller doesn't reply and she hangs up, mm -hmm. right? And then the employee smiles at the camera and he said, see, that's how you handle it. It's like, was this a setup? Like, why are you recording someone taking customer Definitely. service calls? Yeah. I, I'm smelling something fishy, you know? Yeah. Basically, uh, Walmart was reached out to for comment as well as the user, Garrett. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, they they said, you know, uh, you know, people were obviously commenting online. It's it's the internet. People have comments and people are like, what were they supposed to do about the parking? And another person was like, well, really makes you think why she called in the first place. I'm like, does no one see that this is fake? There's like a certain ring of 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 like of oh no hell for people who fake this type of interaction you know <laughs> like the same people who like did the uh remember there was like the we're gonna go feed the poor with our su truck soup you remember that oh remember truck I, soup i hated truck soup people the truck soup was so obviously fake because then they're like we're driving up oh look a homeless man explain in our local park explain in the truck suburb. soup winston uh, truck soup was like a uh, a couple was like we give we give back to the poor and they make a uh, bunch of ramen. Uh, they made a bunch of ramen, but they made it in the back of the uh, of their truck, yeah. and it was like. But they she like, was like stepping on it. She she lined the truck and filled it with water, and it, but it was also obviously like this is bullshit. And then they drive up to this, this, they drive somehow with a truck bed full of soup uh, to <laughs> a place. And then there's like a guy and the way he's laying there, it's like, as if it's as if like he was, he was essentially, you know, like the little, the little outcropping of a, of a curb that might come out like with one tree on it into a parking truck lot. That's <laughs> yeah. where he was posted up, which I'm like, okay, if you were, I don't know, living there, that's probably not where you would post up. Uh, he was also like, like in the sunning himself. Area. It was like in Arizona, yeah. and he's just like a it homeless was, person laying such, on a rock. So obviously fake. And he's like, "Oh, thanks for the suit." And I'm like, "These people who it's not only listen. If you want to clout chase, fine. Just do the good thing. Like the effort put into what they did versus the effort of just doing the right thing and recording it are equal, right? So, but one of those is actually helping someone. Yeah, it's insane. Ugh." Except, yeah. Uh, yeah, it made me so mad. Uh, but yeah, those people lock them up. That's what I say. Put them in the same jail as uh, those orgy, those orgy popes. You know what I'm saying? Set them all in the same place. Yeah. All right. All right. Winston's prison system is very reformed. It's very different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But hey, Winston, are you ready? Am I? I don't know. Are you? Yes. Okay, great. Because it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Woo! <laughs> Oh my god. All right, this comes to us from rollingstone.com and this is an important issue that I think people need to talk about more. Couples need to discuss it amongst themselves. Living groups need to discuss it. 
there is a secret society of people who piss in the sink. So for a decade. Man, these people sound horrible. What nightmare of people. Yeah, yeah. When sound, I'd love to get your perspective on okay. it. You, why don't you give us some detail about what this okay. is? Okay. So for a decade, thousands of people have met on a Reddit forum where they discuss the water-saving art of taking a leak without using the toilet. So r slash sink pissers is a forum that advertises itself as a haven for those who prefer to save seven liters of water by urinating in a sink instead of flushing pee down the toilet. So one particular member took and made a confessional post and he said, today my wife caught me peeing in the sink for the first time. And he said, the look of shock and disgust in her face was priceless. I fumbled for excuses, but really, I just like pissing in the sink. It's that simple. Someone commented, first thing I told my girlfriend when we got serious was how I pee in the sink. She never asked why. I never explained. Okay. Now, Winston, when I was talking about bringing this story up, you had some reactions. Is that of disgust? Is that of camaraderie? Is it of curiosity? What's up? Let's, let's What's be on? very clear here. All right. I'm saying I, in my life, have, I think, peed in a sink twice. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not proud moments, but they're moments that have happened in my life. Okay. What uh, age did I, you pee in a sink? So let me, hold on. So I think it was in, it had to be from, it was, I think all of them were in California. <laughs> I remember right. Okay, good, good. Uh, the we often being, I we off, hold on. For a we period. often face a oh. drought, so okay, okay. I lived for a period of time in a one bedroom or one bathroom place with uh, multiple other people, and occasionally you wake up, you're drunk or something, you need to pee, and there's the bathroom, someone's in there, and they're like, sh- they're like really going, they're like taking a long shower or something. You gotta pee so bad. But I would never, the idea, I think these dudes are free peeing in a sink, which is like gross. That's, that's a no, no, thank you. No, not for me. Okay. So I you're saying their specific... desperation makes it, or your desperation makes it okay. But them yeah, just I'm, openly I'm, doing it. I'm peeing in the same, like, that'd be like, if like, like, you know, everyone, like some people have had to, pee, I've had to pee in a bottle in a car before too. That's a thing where like, oh, I need to, I need to do this versus if you're just like peeing in bottles every day, you know, for fun, different thing, different thing. And I wasn't like peeing. I've never peed directly. Like, oh, I'm going to just wedge my, wedge it over and just pee into the sink. I had a, there was a process. Wedge it. Whole, <laughs> yeah. Mine was like I peed into a cup and then poured that cup without the pee touching any part of the sink other than the drain with water running down. And then that cup gets thrown the fuck away. Did you did you bleach the sink afterwards? Uh, I would extensively clean it. Yes. Hmm. And I'm like a food person who like freaks out. And this is years ago, uh, like forever. But I like would like extensively clean this thing out. And this was like, I mean, my w- probably all within my first year of living in LA. Okay. So you've never done this. Part of this. I regret every part of this. I've never done what? Peed never- and then been like, I just like doing it. No, no, I'm asking if you've ever peed in the sink while we're living together. No, 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 no. Hmm. No. Okay. This is all, I mean, it really was like, like within one year of my life, like it happened twice where I had to pee so bad. Cause like I had been uh, drinking or whatever and the bathroom was taken up. So I was like, I have to pee so bad and just peed in a cup, poured it down the sink, <laughs> ran the water, 
rinsed the shit out of it with like, you know, like all of the cleaning products and then went about my day. Okay. All right. I'll, Which I, I think I would argue that's fine. I would, I would say and to me, that's fine. But yeah, no, it feels, it feels within, like you're over. Within, this was over a decade ago. Well, it feels like you're over justifying it now and that you've thought a lot about it. <laughs> I truly, I truly, I was like, I'll, I'll share this. And then the second I had to share it now regret doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, so I one time was cast in a Dixie, uh, Dixie brand cup commercial, Mm -hmm. right? And it was shot. And one of the things we were asked to do was to share a secret. And my old roommate was there and my secret, it wasn't like, oh, sometimes I pretend like I'm fraught. I also lived in a single bathroom dwelling in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles and it was a Jack and Jill lock. So it locked you know, two ways. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. I was one time locked out of the bathroom mm-hmm. late at night. I had to pee. Mm-hmm. So I took a trash bag into my own backyard. I peed what? in a trash bag and then I threw it. What? Away. Just, I don't, this is so confusing. You, I, there was a kitchen sink and a bathroom sink end of list in the home. So I took a trash bag and I, went outside and I told that story on camera and they used that clip for the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, have you ever, you know, Dixie cups will separate us from the animals. And then it cuts to you like, and I peed in a trash bag. I don't know why there's something about the loose liquid in a bag that I find so much worse. Put it away immediately. Nothing else was. What are you? What are you buying a boba tea in Malaysia? What is this? You just have like loose bag liquid and then you threw it away. What I don't understand here is if I was going to be in the backyard, I would just be like, oh, I'm just going to pee on the ground and run the hose or more so just pee on the fucking ground. Why have... on earth was it in a bag? I don't have a hose. That's where I sit oh sometimes God. is in the backyard. Erica, oh, this is so much worse. Thank you. You're so kind. You're such a kind partner that you like are helping me through by saying something so much worse. All right, listeners weigh in. Piss in the sink or piss yeah. in a bag and throw it away. It, you know, either way. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag bag babes or hashtag sink boys. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Well, basically, so these people, um, the subreddit itself has gained over 27,000 users. And most people just kind of share occasional stories, although some maybe exaggerate. As one guy said, first time I was offered, or first time I was peeing in a sink, a frog jumped out and started sucking my dick. And people have to go, no, you got to think in between, you know, use your thinking hat and say, no. Yeah, a frog did. But that frog it. became a prince. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, people are saying that they are saving water. They're they're all about the water saving. They said. I think there's um, a, probably a good argument to that. I think that probably is true. Mm-hmm. If you think about how much water it takes to flush a flush a toilet for, and the problem is you can't pee in a toilet like like you can't just pee in a toilet. And be like I'm not going to flush it because it gets horrifying. So like I do think. It's weird that we don't have like a way to pee in a toilet and get that pee out of there without being a problem, without so much water, like the same amount of water. And I know there's like toilets that have like the pee flush and the poop flush, but even that pee flush is a lot of, you know, there's a a lot lot of, there's a lot of water, even in that pee flush. Yeah. 
Well, one. I think Redditor... you converted me. I think I'm going to start peeing in the no, sink all the time. No, Erica. that wasn't the point. <laughs> well, one redditor said, "Let he who hasn't pissed in the shower cast the first stone, or however the Bible verse goes." The sink. No, he said the shower. Um, yeah, I think uh, saying women. Well, I mean, he... every everyone in the world has peed in the shower at some point. I am. Yeah. I am firmly believe that. Yeah, he says women pee in the shower all the time, and it's no different than peeing in the sink. That feels like a little misogynistic. Just be like all women, yeah, pee in the shower. I don't know why. Why you got to just? How about this, man? People. What if yeah. people pee in the shower? What if you didn't see? What if it was just people? Okay, yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, peeing in the sink. Okay, so I recently I attended a Korean spa. Mm-hmm. Had a gift card, and I was very excited. And in the spa, a Korean spa, you are to be you are to shower completely nude. And that's how you can use the baths and the dips and the sauna. Mm-hmm. It's an agreement. Everyone has, you know, it's group showers basically. And then the, the thing is, you know, private. I was showering, you know, giving myself a good old rinse before I got into the pools. And there was a woman, a couple shower heads down for me also showering. And I'm a hundred percent certain she was also peeing down her. Ugh. Ugh. And I don't know Ugh. what. Ugh. I don't know what the etiquette or the hygiene <laughs> states about that, but I can, I just, I decided to just really, you know, continue to um, give myself a good rinse. Even after she was done, mm-hmm. I needed to rinse off seeing that. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Do men, do men pee in the shower? Like if they're, you know, the locker room. Communal the showers? T- yeah. I don't. I'm- I don't think so. It's been a very long time since I've been in like a big communal locker room shower. Okay. I don't think so. It didn't feel I, right. I hope not. Yeah, it didn't feel yeah, right. Yeah, you're pri- peeing, in like a, peeing in like a private shower or if you're a luxurious, a hotel shower, fine. <laughs> uh, peeing in a public space, just don't, just don't have anything come out of your body in a public space. Yeah. Like, especially like that, there's, there's a toilet so close. So close. So, so close. Now, my question is, you're at a pool. Everyone's been drinking all day. Mm-mm. Nope, you get out. Mm-mm. Yes, but do you clock how many people do get out? Because it's not as many that should. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, oh, I'm at the beach. I'm just going to go hang out in the ocean for a second. That means I have oh, if to you wanna go. Oh, if you want to go up pee in the ocean, I'm all for that. That I'm uh, completely fine with. Yeah, yeah. Because the a ocean's water- already full of full of pee from both humans and and animals like god forbid if a cruise ship is offshore you know you're swimming and you're already swimming in some kind of pee one kind of pee or another in the ocean but in a pool no even like a pond you're in a pond if you're in a, a real body of water pee away but if you're in like a pool no peeing no peeing no peeing get the hell out of that get the hell out of that thing but you know people do it I'm sure they do. And I also am like fairly confident in like the knowledge that it's such a big body of water and with all the stuff in it, you're fine. It's not going to make anyone sick, but it's still gross. Okay. And this is as I I am a reformed, I was a like, like middle school pool peer and have since become a reformed person. Okay. Okay. Were you ever told that there was a certain chemical that they could put in the pool that would make it turn purple? Mm -hmm. If, if it that is true urine. that that exists that does exist no it doesn't it does yes it does there is a thing you can put in that will track like if there's pee in the pool 
but that is a thing. bright purple if it's someone's expensive. peeing. It turns a color. Yeah, it turns a color because it like interacts with like the urea. Most people just don't have it. And I don't think my guess is that saltwater pools can't deal with it or something. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, I'm like, I should have seen this at some point. One of you got one of you fucks. But uh, <laughs> but I do know that that's a thing. I'm pretty sure that's a real thing because I feel like I've experienced that in my life. I feel like it's a it's a myth people tell is people. Is that a so Berenstein Bears thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, a, but yeah, it's it's a Mandela. Of- <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Nope. That is a. Oh no! It is. Wow. What? It's fake. It's I'm fake. Crazy. Yeah, I think it's fake. <laughs> oh man. It's That's what we tell because- people so they don't pee in the pool. <laughs> so what's fun is that next time I go swimming, I'm gonna bring some food dye. <laughs> And I'm gonna drop some in behind someone and be like, "Oh, you don't you have that dye?" I'm gonna ruin someone's life. You're a sick, sick man, Winston. Well, <laughs> you're a sick, sick man, Winston. You know, we end we end the podcast by telling people what we're hoarding and what we're throwing away. And what what's something you're hoarding this week? This week I'm hoarding a uh, Costco pod, baby. Talking about Costco pie, uh, a, a pie, one of the chocolate peanut butter pies are, appeared in my fridge mm-hmm. and uh, it is like all Costco things, uh, so much, it's uh, twice the size of any pie that anybody needs. It's enormous. It's the size of a medium pizza. It's huge. <laughs> and it also is... Uh, I'm not exaggerating. It weighs four and a half pounds. I know this because the the weight is listed on the label, which is like really upsetting. It is so good. Like to the degree where I was like, I'll try a piece of this. And now I've had another piece and it makes your tummy sick because it's too sweet. (laughs) But I've already had two pieces of it because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, It's amazing. It's surprisingly good. good. So that's what I'm hoarding this week. Okay. What are you hoarding? I'm hoarding a new show on Amazon Prime called Swarm, and it's great. Uh, I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's about a female fan. Um, it was created by Donald Glover and Janine Neighbors, and uh, this this female fan is 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 like a stan of this musician uh, mm-hmm. who is kind of like a Beyonce stan, you know, uh, allegory metaphor essentially. Uh, her name is Nyjah, and this girl goes on a killing spree and there is a lot of themes and cameos and it's disturbing it's funny it is just very 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 good i really liked it i yeah i can't say enough good things about swarm uh it was uh you get to see kieran culkin's penis um perfect great love it but i did find out that it was uh a stand-in Sadly. Stunt, stunt D, stunt, stunt D. Stunt D, not real D. Yeah, stunt D. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's just, uh, it's really great. I would highly recommend everybody see Swarm. Uh, you get to see a Culkin, some stunt D of a Culkin. You get to see just incredible acting. It's really, really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. also the story is good and the acting's great. Yeah, yeah mostly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks like a strawberry. It's very weird. You have to see the scene to get it. But anyway, what are you throwing yeah. away, Winston? What are you throwing away? Uh, I'm throwing away uh, performative feeling sorry for myself. Uh, not for me, but for in the concept in general. Okay. And what does that, that mean? Fair? Yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, you know, like you've ever seen like somebody post and they're like, I'm going through this thing. 
and it's like hard. And I, and I, while I do feel for people who are going through things, it's like the third or fourth time I see that post from someone. And I'm like, Oh, you're like looking for a specific type of attention that comes yeah. from, from people feeling bad for you mm-hmm. uh, versus actually going through something and people feeling bad for you. Like those two things are different. Okay. And I'm, I'm saying, let's, let's throw that away. Let's throw that. Like, how about this? Like share, share when you're going through something, but there also should be like, uh, there's like a way to like, it should be like self perjury. If you overshare that type of thing, okay. or we should have like, there should be like a, maybe a, maybe a department of the government that comes in like fact checks your social media posts. <laughs> like, is this real? Like the way Twitter is doing now. Are you going through some shit or are you not? Oh, you're not. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, this is a reference to the, or, or are you like, yeah, I want that. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. Okay. I'll allow it. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. I like this uh, fact checking that social media should have. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good call. Yep. What are you throwing away? Tops of fridges are dirty. You got to clean them y'all. You can't have dirty top of your fridge. I know you're not very tall. Maybe you can't reach it. Get a step stool. Get something. Tops of the fridges are disgusting. Ask a tall person. You've ever had a tall person in your home? They'll tell you the tops of your fridges are disgusting and you got to clean them. So don't it out. Don't have a dirty top of your fridge. Don't have a dirty top of your fridge. It's a dust magnet. Yes. Go ahead. Can I ask you a question, Erica? Does this, are you, will you be cleaning a certain top of the fridge at some point what do you mean Winston? What, what do you uh, say? i'm just saying this off of our fridge is not necessarily the cleanest and that's what i saw and i said we got to get up in there and clean that you know okay. dirty all right. okay. can't all right. preaching about to dirty tops of the fridges if we have one okay that's what i was wondering if you were if you were just going to preach or if we we're going to act on our own preaching yeah well since you're tall you should do it anyway where can uh, the people find right. you on social yeah, media right. if they were um, so inclined? on uh i'm on uh social media at winstonius uh yeah at Win- at winstonius on all of your socials okay and do you have any any shows anything coming up yeah you can come check out uh redacted sketch comedy if you're in the la area the first wednesday of every month at the pack theater um, our next show is on April 5th at 9 p.m. That's a very funny show that I'm part of. And then you can check out, look, search for the band Drack and the Sombrats, which is a band I help out with and other stuff. Or you can come see Carter Johnson, The High Lifes, uh, wherever in L.A. area, country music duo, uh, wherever you see them pop up. Great. And you can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on TikTok, Instagram. That's about it. And then you can always find this podcast at www.trashytrashypodcast.com or on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at Trashy Trashy Pod. And we have a merch store where you can buy t-shirts, you can buy a hoodie, you can get it on a mug, a yoga mat, a sticker. That is at trashytrashypodcast.threadless.com. We also have a link to merch at our website, which is trashytrashypodcast.com. And we always support everyone listening. Tell a friend, leave a review, Mm -hmm. a five-star review helps people find the podcast. Do do them both. Knock them out. Boom, boom. Winston, have you reviewed this podcast? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. Very good. All right. All right. We we appreciate you listening as always. And guess what, y'all? Next week. Cassandra will be back at the mic. A relief, a relief to all. Yeah. No, no, no more of this shenanigans. No more of that guy. No more shenanigans yeah. from no Mustang more Carter. Italian. No more a pop, uh, a pop a cop. 
A pop a cop. All right. Well, Winston, thank you so much for being trashy with us today. Thanks for having. Thanks so much for having me. Great. All right, y'all. Stay trashy. Bye-bye. <laughs>